Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not, here we go. Hi, Jen. Hey, Karen, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Fantastic, thanks. You know, one of the things that I've been really enjoying about the process that you and I have been going through is hearing about how the building is coming along. Something that I really admire about you is when you make observations about the thing that you're going through, you apply it to other areas of your life. You kind of tuck it away for how it is meaningful for the future. So talk to me about a new insight that you've had while working on your building. Sure. Okay. So we are moving our offices to downtown, which is fantastic because there's a um, downtown wide speaker system. So there's always music happening during the lunch hours and stuff, which is delightful. The catch is, um, One of my team members really doesn't like Tom Petty as an artist, and turns out Tom Petty's on the speakers all the time. And the interesting part about that is there's a speaker right by our storefront, so you can hear whatever's on the speaker through the glass facade. Mm -hmm. And I say, I found myself thinking, oh no, Russia's not going to like that when she's listening to Tom Petty. So that led me to thinking about cities and branding and how they can take an asset and make it super unique. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about is really taking your city from ubiquitous to unique. And tell me how that plays out. Well, the speakers are a great example. And actually, I'll back up a little bit. Everybody's been to a city where they do something that's unlike any other place. Take Key West, for example. There's just no place that has those cute little houses and the funny little signs. And everyone has tried to be like Key West or take an idea from, but nothing's like the authentic one. And the thing that that brings to mind, and if you apply it to our city's speakers, you could play any sorts of music. It could be generic. It could be nice. It could be very unmemorable. Or if your city or organization has has an asset like that, you could make it hyper-local, hyper-unique, and make it unlike what someone would find in any other place. So in Lansing's example, the music coming out of those speakers could be everything from music played by our own Lansing Symphony Orchestra to music played by our local artists or prepared and invented by our local artists. It could be spoken word that happened at the Robin Theater. It could be the Spartan Marching Band. There are all kinds of great local assets that are not ubiquitous, that are that could not be found in other places. And if you if you leverage those things that only you have, you take your space to something new and unique that no one else can replicate. And that's the thing I'd like to see cities do more often. And that is like the most subtle and fun way to tell a story about what you're about. Because as I'm sure you're keenly aware, it's not just about your residents that you're impacting. No, really, when you think about a city, they have, you've got three audiences you're looking at. You're talking about current residents, the people who keep you afloat every single day, prospective residents and visitors, people who are just coming through. So when you really think about what would make each of those audiences feel like your place is unique or different, of course, every city has to have a coffee shop or a really good pub, but what can you do with your assets that make it extra special, super unique, or something that you won't find somewhere else? Those are the keys to really making a city have personality that's unlike any other. And you know, that's just branding, right? We think of branding in 
in terms of marketing. But that's not where it always happens. It can happen in something as ingrained in your in your lifestyle as the colors that you paint your houses or the unique architecture that you find in your community or the unique music you play over the loudspeakers. So all of those places where you can work to find uniqueness can make people feel better about what it is you have to offer. You know, often when my family and I drive up north, we stop in Gaylord and all those little downtown buildings that have that alpine influence, it just makes me curious how that happened, what the background is and and how they've remained consistent all these years. And that's such a great example because the other small towns around there don't look the same. It's very unique. It's kind of charming and it's memorable. Um, here in Michigan, Frankenmuth is another example of a place that's really unlike any other town. And almost any place in the Midwest, you'd be able to find these towns that have something that's just different than the town next door. And that's what I like to see people look into. It's what keeps you in people's hearts because you have the thing that can't be found next door or in the next county over or in the next state over. That is an amazing insight, Jen. And I love the things that roll around in your head when you share these. I, if I know you, once you move to downtown, I bet you you're going to bring this notion of uniquely branded music uh, being installed in downtown Lansing. And I'm looking forward to walking by one of the lampposts that have the speakers in the future and having a little sign on it that says, add to your Spotify list. I know that that will be you. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to help downtown see that that really great asset could be also incredibly unique and generate its own following and its own own enthusiasm. So I'm going to get there someday as soon as I'm done unpacking boxes. We'll see how that goes. Well, good luck with that. If people want to learn more about Insights, where can they find you? Um, they can find my little rant about city branding and Tom Petty at observations.redhead.studio. Thanks, Jen. Take care. Take care.